Welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley, and this is your weekly audio insight because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. As I said, this is an audio insight, and it's one for high achievers, for visionaries, for empire builders, and for power couples. You see, I know that you are here, already creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you. It occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in your business, your performance, and in your relationships. Now, I'm known with my clients. I am one of their loudest cheerleaders, believing in them often before they do. And yet you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as well as you create your ultimate legacy. So this audio insight is called Wielding Legacy because, as I said, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. Episode six. Today's episode should come with a potential trigger warning (laughs) as we're going to be diving into whether you're actually creating your dream life complete with legacy building business, or are you actually creating a job under the guise of being an entrepreneur? And this is physically how you set up your business, which has the underpinning of an employee versus an entrepreneurial mindset. And we're going to be diving into all of this today. But before we go any further, I want to clarify right now, there is no good, there is no bad. There's no judgment that comes up here apart from what you allow it to. As long as you are fully aware and have consciously chosen how you want to run your business, all of them are great options. However, in my experience, you could be running an employee mindset whilst trying to scale your business. This then leads to a huge amount of frustration and burnout and the whole kind of hustle culture. We're going to be looking at this through the lens of mindset strategist and coach to stop you if this is actually holding you back. So I want to ask you a couple of questions and scenarios and really for you to see how you feel. So I'm going to ask, leave a couple of beats, and then I want you just to listen to what's coming in for you and then listen to me again. So number one, how do you feel when you meet successful people? So how do you feel when you meet successful people? Just leave a nice couple of beats. Okay. Now, obviously, you can listen to this episode again. Ask yourself that question and leave a longer gap if you want to. So how do you feel when you meet successful people? Well, in an employee mindset, we can be threatened by successful people. And we can kind of calculate that success as it impacts your own goals. However, in the entrepreneurial mindset, they love to be around successful people. It inspires them. The difference is in an employee mindset, we are what we call win-lose. The only way for you to win in an employee mindset if somebody else is losing or you beat them, kind of in the sense of promotion. Or in business, it can also come up as well. So you can be an entrepreneur running an employee mindset. Let's just get that right clear right now. And how it can show up in business if you are an entrepreneur but running an employee mindset, when you promote the business or someone's spending money with you, you see it that 
that can't happen if they're spending money with another entrepreneur. And how this can really impact you and why I'm talking about it today is because it can stop you going for your dreams and your legacy goals because you might think that another entrepreneur is ahead of you or has already done it or if someone's spending money with them they're never going to spend with you and by the way what I'm describing it isn't about what makes sense in your conscious mind right now it's a mindset issue and it's as such it has to then be in the unconscious mind if you are already aware that you are doing it that you can only feel like you're winning if somebody else is is losing then you know about it so it's in your conscious mind i'm talking about what's in your unconscious mind right now and that's what today's episode is all around helping it move from your unconscious mind to your conscious mind in an entrepreneur mindset we believe that there is unlimited success you know you might have heard it called like the abundance mindset before and you truly believe that there's enough success, there's enough abundance, there's enough money, there's enough opportunity for everybody. In that mindset, you are a win-win scenario. So your win as an entrepreneur is completely independent of somebody else's win. And you want people to win. Even if you did lose or you didn't hit a goal, you still want somebody else to win. So let me ask again. How do you feel when you meet successful people? And how, this is a supplemental question, how do you feel as it relates to you? Oof, oof, we're going in for all the, the big hit questions right now. So I'm coming up with you number two. Do you believe in work-life balance or work-life blend? Now, the employee mindset are constantly looking at balance. Is work and life balancing out? So it's just if you had a diary and you wrote down how much work and how much life, and then there'd be this like kind of equilibrium going on. So how much time do you have at work? How much time do you have at home? How much time do you have at work? And how much time do you have on vacation time? It's like all this, this kind of algorithm going constantly. Now, there isn't anything wrong with this. And it is an employee mindset. Um... After all, there is limited freedom to your balance. So you can create balance, but you can only create balance in, in a, as an employee, as your employer would give you. However, you, <laughs> I know you might know me. You might have heard me talk on this before about why I do not like the word balance because um, balance is for yoga poses. <laughs> um, and I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who does yoga. I do yoga. But it's for a yoga pose. Isn't it? It's a very finite state. What we're looking for is a work-life blend. So balance, if you think about it like this, it's the golden unicorn. It's a perpetual state of desire and immobility of balance that can actually add to people's stress. So people are like, I want this amazing work-life balance. And as I said, it's this golden uniform. It's like this, such as pinprick of oh, I've got this balance. Oh no, oh no, I lost it again. In an entrepreneur mindset, in our work-life blend, you don't need to escape from what you do. It's integrated. And here's the key. It's your choice of your blend every single day in an entrepreneurial mindset. And I want to be really clear. This has nothing to do with um, hustle culture or working to burnout. It's about what drives you and what motivates you to create your blend. So in an entrepreneurial mindset, 
business can be seen in seasons and it often is you know anyone who's been in business for a while you may be one one of those people you know that the at the start of your business you're in that kind of building season and your work-life blend could include a lot more work on and in your business whereas if you're in like say a post-launch season in your business the blend could include more rest and more recovery but it is always your choice that's the thing with a work-life blend, you choose it. It is not happening to you. You are the architect of what that work-life blend should be or is in reality. So check in. Do you believe in work-life balance and do you find yourself fighting for it? Or are you the architect of your own work-life blend? Okay. Next question we have, do you focus on tasks or goals? In an employee mindset, there is a set amount of work that needs to be done to require a satisfactory for your job, let alone you know, above satisfactory and exceeding expectations. The employee mindset is more to do with lists and task orientated rather than actually questioning or focusing on the larger goal. If you are an employee with an entrepreneur mindset, and again, you can it doesn't necessarily relate to what you're doing. So let me just re-clarify. You can be an employee with an employee mindset. You can be an employee with an entrepreneur mindset. You can be an entrepreneur with an employee mindset and you can be an entrepreneur with an entrepreneur mindset. But if you are an employee with an entrepreneur mindset, this is where it gets interesting for you because you may have found yourself, instead of being focused on the tasks, you may have found yourself asking why even do the task in the first place as it relates to the larger goal? See, when you're in an entrepreneur mindset, you're focused on the goal and the most efficient and results-driven way of making that happen rather than all the little tasks that need to have happen in between. Because never forget, we're the architect of our work-life blend. And if you want more time in your work-life blend to go and do other things apart from working on or in your business, you're looking for the most efficient way to make that happen. So where are you right now? If you think back of the last seven days, are you focusing on tasks or goals? Another great indicator for employee versus entrepreneurial mindset. Are you good at delegating or do you do it all yourself because you want to and you think no one else can do it as good as you? See, as an entrepreneur who is not looking to create a job for themselves, they are not trying to do everything for themselves because if they are, they're creating a job. So let's say that we were talking about a coach right now. As a coach or a consultant or a mentor, if you are looking to be fully booked to the one-to-one clients and your margins are low, so you cannot employ somebody to do paperwork or your admin tasks or your social media or your client management if you are doing everything in yourself and not because you're kind of building your business because your business model does not have the margins in there if nothing else revenue generation is happening in your business to sustain an employee you are creating a job for yourself just want to give another word of warning out there to freelancers freelancers are a really interesting hybrid if you resonate with being a freelancer uh, why do we have a separate name? Why are you a freelancer, not an entrepreneur, not an employee? We actually give you this label that kind of fits between the cracks. 
And with freelancers, you are an entrepreneur. You're not an employee, you are an entrepreneur. Do you have the margin in there as a freelancer to hire a team, to outsource? Is that available to you in the margins that you have? Or are we creating a job? Now, I know from doing this work with so many people, that's why I said this this episode should come with a trigger warning, because you might have gone, oh, holy heck, that's what I'm doing. And I'm always going to say to you, as a friend, as a trusted advisor, those holy heck moments, those aha, those breakthrough moments, they're gold. Because once we've had them, we can then work out what's next. So are you thinking about setting up a business where it's not just dependent on you? Are you focused on scaling and growing? Or are you going to be capped very early because there's only one of you and you're doing everything and you do not have the margins to employ anyone or hire anyone to help you? Because there is only so much of you. And this is where the hustle culture and burnout comes so quickly. Because at some point, your work-life blend will become out of sync for what you desire. Because there's only so much time that you have. And what do you do next? How do you earn more money? Or you take less of your work-life blend for actually doing things outside of business? Now, all of this, let me just recap my question. Are you good at delegating or are you creating a business where you do everything yourself? And this kind of brings me on nicely to really clarifying how we define creating a job as an entrepreneur. So one right now where you are 100% trading time for money. One where if you, you physically are not working, you are not earning. And one where you might be working in and on your business in corporate hours. You might see this as well. So you might have other revenue streams, but actually you're in essence running um, your business like you work for somebody else. So you start to nine to five thirty, have an hour lunch break. You may still find you doing those things. So I want to ask you a question. If you are an entrepreneur right now, are you creating a well-paid job for yourself Or are you creating a business? Remember, no right, no wrong. There just is. And that is as being truly honest with with yourself. Not just in where you are, but what do you desire to create? Now, for many people, including myself, I went from corporate life to starting my own business. I had an employee mindset. And whilst I also did have an entrepreneur mindset, which... um, I will say got me into a little bit of trouble in my corporate life because I had that mindset. I I was questioning things, but I was conditioned. You see, when I had my quit day, and I, I remember now, I I remember when my quit day happened, and I remember going, if you're like me, and you may have had your quit day, you may not have had your quit day yet um, in, in 100% wholeness. That is to say, you may have got your, your business right now, but you may have a side hustle. And that might be either doing part-time work or some kind of freelancing work. And you haven't gone 100% all in on your business. And if you are there, I remember my quit day. I, I vividly remember coming back to my home and going to myself, huh, the world didn't stop. 
Because for my quick day, I'd had my resignation letter for a long time with me. And I thought something was going to happen. And then I was like, oh, guess I make myself a coffee then and open the laptop. I was so confused because this thing that was such a big thing in my mind, nothing happened when I did it. And then on my very first day, what did I do? I did what I'd been conditioned to do for over a century. I acted like employee. So even though I had no rules of when to start, when to finish, what to do, I was doing the same things that I'd always done. So I was kind of sat at my quote unquote desk by a certain time. I was doing a certain amount of hours a day. And I, I, I was doing like what you should be doing when you're working. And I see this in many of my clients. Uh, there was an amazing woman who came to work with me. We had a chemistry call. Um, a chemistry call is to see whether uh, you desire to work with me, but also I, I interview my clients as well to see whether I desire to work with you. And we had a chemistry call and it was a big hell yes from both sides. And she came to me uh, after being made redundant from her six-figure corporate role. She had a very long title. I always have this kind of rule that people have the longer the title, um, the higher the corporate salary might be. And she had a very defined set of parameters, which included the level of income to reach that had to match her corporate salary as she had a lifestyle to pay for. You know, she already had all these things, so she couldn't earn under because they're already existing. They're already there. So during our session, um, one of the biggest areas she struggled with was the employee mindset conditioning that she'd had for over 25 years, including how to define success on a regular basis. You see, for her in that corporate world, she didn't define success. It was defined for her at boardroom level. And that defined success in a role. It also heavily included her bonus structure. And it included regular presentations and reporting on a department's performance. Because you see, she was director of her department. But she didn't define how any of those things should happen. It was given to her. So in her new role as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, when you take away all of those parameters, she still had a 25-year conditioned behavior and mindset as to how to define success and then how she desired to demonstrate success because it was a 25-year year pattern. So instead of like just completely changing it, because I don't believe that, I believe that she had 25 years in a very high-level corporate role. She'd had skills that served her so well so instead of just changing it, we desired, we desired to use it. And so we did. We made her uh, in a mindset role, the CEO. And once a quarter, with me as a trusted advisor, she would present her results during our session, just like she was used to doing. But we had some slight modifications here because work-life blend, remember. So her work-life blend, when she presented once a quarter, included her life goals. And we measured them. And we had a bonus structure for her life goals as much as we did her business goals. Because again, I work as a coach. And, I'm, and I see this all the time. Are you a life coach? Are you a business coach? No, I'm a coach coach. I coach the person in front of me. I am the trusted advisor and mentor for the person in front of me. And that sometimes includes business and life. And for her... Utilizing her corporate conditioning, she transitioned into an entrepreneurial mindset. It allowed her those unique skills that she'd built up in 25 years 
to accelerate her business growth. When we first started working together, she had an idea, she had a kind of concept and she had a nice redundancy package too. So she did have a little bit of a cushion. And I'm always going to be really honest with where clients are. She went from that position to two years later, her team is now three full-time employees plus her and plus one part-time employee. She has a 75% profit margin. I think it's like 74.6. I remember from her last session, but let's round up 75% profit margin for her consulting firm. That's what she does. And she recently won her largest single contract for a single unit piece of work, which was 107,000 sterling. And that was a consulting piece of work. But that's when we align moving from an employee to an entrepreneurial mindset and using those skills, those life experiences that you've already got. So thinking now about your mindset and your business, and I want you to answer honestly, because there's no point in lying to yourself. We know that, right? Yeah, of course we do. Are you creating a well-paid job for yourself or are you creating a business? Do you still act as an employee, potentially with corporate and conditioning, or are you fully embracing an entrepreneurial mindset and the relevant actions? Or you may find yourself that you're in transition and you need to make that final flip the switch to go from employee mindset to entrepreneurial mindset and your business model too. So bringing your attention and your awareness right now with you and me here together, focusing on your model and your mindset right now, I want you to check in. Are you creating your desired life? Thank you for being here with me today on Wielding Legacy Podcast, as the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. If you know of someone who would benefit from listening to Wielding Legacy, send them to laurapainstanley.com to sign up. And when you're ready to explore your legacy, your success and your impact in the world, there's a couple of ways that we can work together and start our journey. First is Be Boosted. This is an amazing virtual event to take your professional service business, consulting firm, just like my client, and life to the next level. I'm going to invite you to join me for a six-day immersive experience in November, where you will leave with your business, your mindset, and you boosted. The second option is with me as your trusted advisor, combined with your peers from the Ultima project, you can become unstoppable. This is purely for professional service-based businesses. It starts in October with bonus calls in August. Thank you.